I bob and weave, man. I bob and weave. We'll, we'll talk about cornbread stuffing when you become a Christian. We'll figure it all out. We'll figure it all out. That's, that's the pattern. That's our pace. <laughs> Goodness Gracious, a podcast for the good people of Grace Bible Church. My name's Chad Poe. And I'm Scott Foster. And we are so glad that you guys are listening. Scott, how we doing? Oh man, I'm doing great today. I'm looking forward to, see Thanksgiving's coming up. Uh, my wife's family has a week early get-together um, every year. So this weekend, um, the, the festivities begin. Where will you be festive at? We're going to Wimberley, Texas. I don't know what that means. Right, so that is in the hill country, uh, outside of the Austin-ish area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we're going to get some uh, beautiful scenery. Um, hopefully, the weather will be good, and uh, all of the you know, my wife's brothers and sisters and the kids all play, and we just have a good time and take about two or three days to do that in a uh, like an Airbnb, but like a giant one. It's a big thing. Good times. Yeah, man. We'll be here this week mm-hmm. being thankful and yep. grateful in the Lake Jackson slash Clute slash Richwood slash Sweeney. The bubbling metropolis that is the Brazosport area. Yeah. So Southern Missouri County. Yes. That, that is where we are. That is who we are. So... Uh, this week for us on the Goodness Gracious Podcast, we are interviewing a longtime member of Grace, who is also the first person I think of when I think of someone who loves food. It is my friend Clint Rupley. I cannot wait for you guys to hear from him. Before you listen to this conversation, though, a couple of things. We are moving out of our series in Mark this week. On the other side of Thanksgiving, we will start a series on Advent. If you're unfamiliar with Advent, it's a time of anticipation. And we are super excited to consider these elements of this season to anticipate the coming of the Messiah together as a church family. So, with that said, why don't you guys listen in to our interview with Clint. Here we go. Hey guys, we are here today with Clint Rupley. Clint, for us on this podcast where we get to know our church members, rather rather than me introducing you, I need you to introduce yourself. However, you're our Thanksgiving episode for numerous reasons. As you introduce yourself, I need you to use the word cornucopia. Cornucopia. Do you need a definition of the word? Please. Definition of the word cornucopia. A curved, hollow goat's horn or similarly shaped receptacle that is overflowing, especially with fruit and vegetables. But in our sense, I need to use the word, however you choose, cornucopia in your introduction. In my introduction. Yikes. Um, my name is Clint Rupley. Um, been a uh, member at Grace for, man, I think 12 years. Um, my wife's name is Brittany. Um, have a son named Landon. And 
a daughter named Logan, and my uh, youngest child is uh, his name is Lachlan, and I'm pretty excited about the uh, Thanksgiving season coming up. Um, maybe maybe I'll eat my Thanksgiving dinner out of a cornucopia. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Okay, Clint, for us, we start with uh, a game called This, That, or The Other today. This, That, or The Other. Okay? And this may lead to two more questions. When you sit down to eat at Thanksgiving, are you more excited about turkey or sides? Uh, sides for sure. I'm not a, I'm not a big turkey guy. Uh, I grew up in the Midwest, so um, if anybody's familiar with the Midwest, we have a lot of hog farms there. I was more a fan of ham, um, so not a, not a huge fan of turkey. So uh, I, I got to go with sides. I get really excited about those. So if you eat a turkey, how do you prefer it to be cooked? Uh, so far, of the ways I've had mm-hmm. it cooked, um, fried. Yeah. I got to go fried. Juicy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. For Thanksgiving, as we consider this holiday, I know. I was going to give you parades or football, but that's a dumb question. Do you prefer a good offense or a good defense? So, I prefer a good offense, and, and here's why. Um, when I was in, when I played, I played football in college, four years, and then um, I coached. Um, full-time as a career for seven years after that and uh, all of that was on the offensive side of the ball so um, I'm more of a uh, uh, let's put some points on the board let's let's get excited let's get the fans excited that's what they want to see a lot of fans don't want to see a, a generally a, a, a 14 to 7 football game they want to see 40 50 points on the board and, and you know that's that's a little bit more exciting so you you mentioned your hometown where are you from originally I'm from the state of Indiana. It's it's up north for some of some of us Texans that that aren't yeah. familiar. What town are you from in Indiana? It's a town called North Manchester. Okay, it's pretty much in the middle of the cornfield. Okay. Now I'm originally from Chattanooga, Tennessee, and when I think about Chattanooga, I think about biscuits and cornbread. If Chattanooga was a town, it would be biscuit. Probably be a biscuit. If your hometown was a food, Chattanooga is a town. If your hometown was a food. What would it be? What do you most relate to when you think of your hometown in Indiana? What food comes to mind first? That's a tough question. You know, we're known for for corn in Indiana, um, but I would I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say corn. I wouldn't say that. Do you like corn? I do. I do. I like it. I like it in uh, several different ways. I like it on the cob, off the cob. Um, you can go two, two, two or three different ways with it, but uh, fried corn, corn sandwich. Wow, well, I don't know about that. So there's there's scalp corn, there's cream corn, corn on the cob, regular yeah, corn. So many options. Yeah. What what do you? So you came to Grace. You mentioned you've been here for twelve years. Mm-hmm. How did you land here? Were you just out one day thinking I'm going to find a church near a Mexican restaurant and I'll go to that one? Or what happened? So. Brittany and I had moved, relocated from Indiana. We had Landon at the time. Um, that was back in 2009. I'm not very good with dates, so I can be inaccurate there. 2009, 2010, something like that. Brittany was, I think she was uh, working at the uh, a local gym as a trainer and met a guy named Nosen Fontenot. And he had invited us to come 
to grace. And at that time, we had visited two or three different churches. So kind of looking and then um, just felt at home when we walked in the door. So I've just been here ever since. How did you come to know Jesus? Did you come to know Jesus before you got here, when you got here? Walk us through that story. Yeah, so that was that was definitely after we moved and relocated from Indiana. Um, man, so just, just growing up, I, I just kind of vividly remember um, just thinking about different times when I questioned maybe like what really was my purpose. Um and then it was through um, the loss of a uh, newborn and, and through kind of a, a tough time that, um, you know, that, that, that I came to know the Lord. You know, and during that time as well, <clears throat> uh, Brian McKenzie was, um, he had, had obviously shared the, shared the gospel with me and, and you know, asked me of, of how one becomes worthy of heaven. And um, it was almost like from that conversation on, like a, I felt like, you know, okay, this is my purpose. This is what I've been searching for so and then from there on man it's been had its ups and downs like we all have but it's been good you know it's been um definitely uh a lot more a lot more peaceful in my life and um it's changed the way i, I parent changed my marriage um changed the way i treat others how i love others so yeah now you mentioned that you used to coach were you coaching when you got here yeah okay and so you're not coaching anymore how'd you transition out of that and get to where you're at right now so it was tough um you know that was my identity you know growing up athlete um coach when i left football that was a tough transition for me um but i knew obviously at the time you know it was what i needed to do obviously strongly felt called away from it um but you know i get the opportunity to um coach my kids now and um you know pour into the 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 younger uh, generation of kids in the area too so um i still feel called to do that i still say feel called i feel you know always feel pulled back to sports and competition that's where i grew up i grew up on mm-hmm. a, a practice field uh, whether uh, baseball or football my dad was a coach mm-hmm. um so i still Still, still enjoy it. I'm still pretty passionate about it, and uh, just gives me an opportunity to get in front of people and and love on kids. So, so you, are you an operator? Is that what you do? You can call it that. Yeah, that's what I will call it. An call operator. It yeah, I do a lot of different things. So, but let's just let's just stick with operator. All right, and that'll be the very uh, the. I guess less complicated way to, yeah. to move forward. So plants don't shut down on holidays. If plants shut nope. down, it means I was told years ago it means that we need to leave. So, <laughs> but so I noticed today that lots of the fast food restaurants here in the church area they're going to be open on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. So if you have to go and you're getting your Whataburger order, what is Clint Rupley's order at Whataburger? Man, I don't I don't have one set. Oh, I like this. Mix I don't us have up. One set uh, thing that I'm gonna, it, I'm kind of a flavor of the week kind of guy, maybe, or, or you know, I mean, it just kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for. But I'll definitely uh, go after the patty melt. Um, double meat, double cheese. Yes. No less. Um, sometimes I might even go to the triple. Um, <laughs> I uh, will also. Uh, if I'm if I'm feeling like I you know I kind of need to be a little bit more healthy, um, I'll, I'll go for go for a salad too. So. 
like I said, man, it's just, just kind of flavor of the week or, right, or wherever said, I'm at. You said salad too, like alongside of this double meat, double separate, cheese, separate. and French fries. No, no. Okay, great. It, it's it's one or the other. I, I'll never I never go uh, multiple multiple uh, orders. <laughs> multiple entrees. Multiple entrees. There you go. Are you a spicy Are you a spicy ketchup man? I am a spicy ketchup man. Yeah, that's that spicy ketchup is one of my favorite things on earth. So that's half the reason to go to Waterburger. Yes, it's just for the spicy ketchup. Yeah, I love I love half the spicy ketchup. I, I'm sure that our listeners feel the same way about the spicy ketchup. Yep. Uh, so, all right. So, that's all out of the way. Whataburger, whatever. You're going home to eat. When you get home to eat, Thanksgiving Day, I want you to give me a ballpark estimate as someone who said they never go less than double meat, double cheese. How many calories are you going to put down next Thursday? Oh, man. So some of that depends upon if we're if we're gonna eat at my house or someone else's house. Okay. Are you don't embarrass it, yourself? Well, exactly. So if I'm at my house, there's no shame, right? I'm in right. my I'm in my Let's own I'm in my own address. Yeah. So, um, so I'll just let's walk through that. If I'm at my place, I'm grazing all day. Okay, walk us through that. What's the graze look like? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll eat. I guess normal breakfast, maybe a couple eggs. Uh huh. Um, Piece of sausage. I'm a uh, I'm a salty breakfast kind of guy. Yeah. Um, then as as food starts to uh, get cooked, shortly after that, I mean, I, it just kind of starts, and then I'll I kind of like I said, I graze from shortly after breakfast all the way up through late in the evening, um, and I'll, I'll really hit it hard around uh, <laughs> dinner time whenever family gets together and we all sit down. But it's all uh, pregame until dinner. I mean, if I had to guess, maybe, gosh. 6,000, 7,000 calories. Wow. How many calories do you think the average American eats on Thanksgiving Day? Oh, man. Maybe so, four or five? Yeah, yeah. it's between 3,000 3, and 4,500. So just know you are you are in high tier right there, and I appreciate yeah. that. I come to work, Chad. <laughs> I appreciate it. I come to work. Now, do you consider that salty breakfast part of the, the, the Thanksgiving festivity, or is it different? Does it Does it coexist? Is it all, or is it just, okay, I'm going to eat salty breakfast whenever I want to eat so. Well, usually, I mean, that's, that's, that's what I normally eat on a regular basis, so uh, yeah, that's just kind of my favorite. I'm not, a, I'm not a big uh, donut guy, or I'm not a big, uh, I, like a, I like, a, like, a, like a pig in a blanket type kolache, but not a fruit one, not a, not a sweet one. Mm-hmm. So, but I eat, if I could eat eggs and sausage or bacon every day, that's what I would eat. Yeah, all right. So, as far as... Whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's anything like if you could eat anything you wanted to eat, and I, I don't know, it probably varies from day to day, but like what is that? Whether you know, some people talk about like your death row meal or whatever. Like if you could have whatever you wanted, what would it be? Wow, I don't want you on death row, Clint. Yeah, this I, is a question from Scott. I have nothing to do with that's this. That's the last When I said I eat my favorite food, I do not think about death row. So. Yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, maybe death row records. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I might think about that one. Yeah. Not, not, not the real death row. But, um, man, I I am not a picky eater. You guys can tell that by my, my stature. But um, man, I like steak. I like a good steak. I guess mm. uh, I like seafood. I like burgers. I could keep going. Clint, the best. Uh, so let I'm gonna say this: the best Facebook. So there's a couple different ways to Facebook. There is. Um, and your way is impressive to me because the only people in my life who post recipes on Facebook are grandmothers and you. But you always, <laughs> Here we go. you always do the extra work of tagging Brittany Ripley in that. Hey, 
sometimes we get stuck in a funk about you know, <laughs> and um, you know, I'm just I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just nervous for you now that you mentioned food, your wife, and funk in the same sentence. She's a fantastic. I cook. mean, the way you ordered it actually made sense. You get, you know, but it was still, it's like she's she's a fantastic cook. So, and then you know. She, she's really, uh, recently returned to uh, working full time, so I've had to step up and take on some of the cooking duties. Mm-hmm. And um, there's been several times she's walked in as I'm trying to cook, and I usually just get the, the phrase, "We well, just get out of it, just get out of the way." So just I exit, and she takes over. <laughs> so. But that's but that's it, man. I hey, I'm just I'm just throwing out ideas. Mm-hmm. I'll show it to her. Maybe she'll see it. I know, love it. I might screenshot it to her. Just. I- just throwing it out there. Coming it from every angle. Just throwing it out there. Are you a dessert person? I am. <laughs> so you like the, 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 am. the savory breakfast, but you still like the sweets. From yep. The, yeah. Yep. Maybe it's just a morning thing and eating thing. Eating thing is when it, you know, it really. That's when it hits. Sweet That's tooth what... comes on, man. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, so what kind so, of desserts do you like? Oh man, cheesecake, chocolate oh. chip cookies. I like like Thanksgiving time, like pumpkin pie, apple pie. Ice cream. Look, for those of you who listen, if you don't know Clint, he talks like he is shaped like a ball. But like me, Clint, I was walking out of a basketball game at the Rockets back when people went to Rockets games with Clint, and they had this statue of an athlete, and Clint is built exactly like that. If I ate anything like what this man is, I, I couldn't get in the door. I, I would need a larger pulpit. There will be so many more needs. But the amount of calories you put down is impressive, and I like to hear that. No, it used to be worse, if you can imagine that. I was a lot more active back in my back in my younger days. So you're originally from Indiana. I'm going to give you some words that are associated with our area. I want you to give me your first response. Just give me a word that comes to mind when you hear this word, okay? okay. All right. When you hear the word Texas, what comes to mind? Big. Mm, brisket. Yummy. <laughs> Surfside. Dirty. Were you thrown off by the beaches when you got here? A little bit. Initially? Yeah. I've only seen the Florida Panhandle beaches. Right, right, right. And I was expecting white sand and bluish turquoise green water, I guess, or no. crystal clear water, and that was not it. We trade we trade those for the option to drive on the beach. Yeah. So I guess. <laughs> that is the great exchange. Yeah. So so to speak. So to speak, Clint, you uh, you are part of a life group. You you meet in the, in the early in the morning, and you've always been connected to a life group here at Grace. And if you were to encourage someone, say, "Hey, this is beneficial," and why? why? Why do you think it's important to be plugged into stuff like that? <clears throat> the relationships that are built in life groups um, are. Uh, can be very life altering mm-hmm. and changing. Um, just experiences, um, conversations that, that you get into. Um, so that's that's why I would encourage it. That's good. I mean, obviously, we all have a relationship with the Lord, but um, you know, it's it's through relationships um, with people um, that, that that will pour into you, and, and, and vice versa. I mean, you, you learn different things from from each other. Um, but to me, those have been the most um, heart-changing. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Is there a verse for you that when you look at the Bible, you think about the Bible? 
that you would say, hey, this has been a heart verse, a life verse, just something that sticks with you when you're going through difficulties, anything? Yeah, uh, Romans chapter 5, uh, verses 3 and 4. Um, rejoice in our sufferings, for mm-hmm. suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. I can think back on <clears throat> several different um, life situations, uh, tough, hard times that um, those... Those situations have changed me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it be uh, you know, even in college, man. Before I was a believer, you know, knee injury sidelined me for a year and a half, and I learned a lot about myself then. Um, um, loss of a loved one, mm-hmm. um, loss of a, loss of a baby, loss of a newborn, um, financial struggle, um, maybe just a, a struggle that you know Brittany and I had had at some point. Uh, parenting, you know. Maybe donor said something I shouldn't have at some point, um, and that you know got convicted convicted me of it and yeah. let let it eat at, you know it ate at me for a while, and that's it's through those times you know. And I, I talked about I talked about that verse some too that the kids that I coached that you know through through sports you know you're you're going to struggle you're going to suffer but that's all part of yeah it's all part of getting better. Yeah. Now you mentioned. Injuring yourself on the football field. And that's expected. That happens. But there's also other ways to injure yourself. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done to injure yourself? The dumbest thing I've ever done to mm-hmm. injure myself. Probably cutting carrots in the kitchen. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, my wife refers to me as a bull in a china cabinet. When I get going on something and I'm just trying to get it done, I'm going to kind of move fast and I don't, I don't think sometimes. And... For whatever reason, she let me in the kitchen, and I was the knife was a little too sharp. I was, I guess, being my bull in the china cabinet self, cutting away, <laughs> cutting away, and uh, missed the carrot and caught my caught my finger. So um, that's the one I can think of that comes to mind. What's your most unusual talent? Most unusual talent? If I shoot, I don't know, maybe say shooting a basketball. I shoot a basketball yeah. pretty well. I can, shoot, I can shoot free throws very well. Um, that's not usually that's, a big guy thing. It's not usually a big man thing. That's good. Yeah, didn't work so out well for Shaquille O'Neal, but he was seven foot two and weighed two eighty or three hundred pounds. Yeah, what's your percentage? Well, you know, not that you've got it all recorded and you know, mathed out, but I'm just saying, you know, like you sink nine out of ten. Oh yeah, yeah, eight nine out of ten. Yeah, nice. that's good. Yeah. All right, we're moving towards the, we're moving into Thanksgiving, the holiday season. Is your house decorated for Christmas yet? No, sir. Are there not, rules not, and regulations that cause that, or no. um, it's generally a it's generally a, a time thing. Um, we we generally set down like or set up a, a date or a, a day that we're gonna do our decorating, mm-hmm. and then when that when that day comes is usually when usually when that, that decoration takes place. So we just we just haven't gotten to that that free available day yet. So I hear when you. that day shows up, it's on. Do you have a Christmas movie that is your go to Christmas movie? Gotta be man, a Christmas story. That's a classic. I don't I'm, a, I'm an elf man myself, but elf, up like there. It. I like it. Yes, sir. Elf's up there. Christmas story. It usually, we, we have movies we that we'll sit down and watch as the kids, or uh, sit down and watch as a family with the kids. Man, is it Charlie Brown Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's a good yeah, one. We'll watch that one. Yeah. Yep. Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's Thanksgiving, but Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. We watch those. Yeah, man. Um, let me say this, and we're going to wrap up. Clint, I just want you to know we're glad you're here, and we're thankful you're part of our church, and 
blessed to, to call you family. So thanks for being with us. I'm glad you were the first person that came to mind when I thought about this Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> because I thought Clint Rupley will share about the work he does. Yeah. So. I ain't scared. I ain't scared. Yeah. What is your favorite? Uh, give, okay, let's rank them. Give me your favorite side dishes because I'm a side dish man myself. Sam all, I guess. Uh, green bean casserole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, broccoli and cheese. Or is it broccoli and cheese casserole? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mashed potato. I mean. Are you a white gravy or brown gravy man? I'm a white gravy guy. Oh, I'm a brown gravy, gravy guy, but carry uh, on. Well, I don't know what's wrong with you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are my favorite. I don't get into the cranberry. No, I get that. Um think of a thing. Stuffing, man, I gotta say this. So, cornbread stuffing, I had it for the first time after I moved down here. And uh, when I saw it, I actually had to ask uh, the guy, the guy's name was Robert, Robert Gale. I used to coach with him at Danbury. He invited us over for Thanksgiving. That was the first time, our first Thanksgiving after we relocated from Indiana and they invited us over. And I, I looked at it, I said, dude, what is that? And he looked at me and he goes, you serious? I go, I, yeah, what is that? I don't know what it is. He goes, that's, that's stuffing. I said, that's not stuffing. He goes, it's, that's cornbread stuffing. I said, oh, okay. Well, I guess we just use as just regular uh, bread, bread stuffing from up north. So, um, but that was that was a little different. It was inside the bird. Nope, it was in a bowl. Yeah, and maybe it was at one point, but yeah, we. Uh, so that was, that I'm was, a dressing man historically. Mm-hmm. The, the the pan, the rectangular mm-hmm. pan, sixteen by nine. I mean, I guess you can measure it anyway, but that's <laughs> that's the pan that we use. So, all right. Look, I feel like we've covered Thanksgiving. This episode's going to be good to go. Thanks so much for being with us, Clint. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Make sure when you see Clint on Sunday to ask him about how good his Thanksgiving happened to be in the year of our Lord 2021. Thanks so much to the following people. One, Scott Foster for all of the hard work that he does on this. He makes me look really good on a listening podcast. As well as... Twain Pigott, who created for us our soundtrack and the the music that you hear in the background. Most of all, thanks to you, the good people of Grace Bible Church. We love you guys. We're grateful for you. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving day. Thanks for listening, everybody. Any things that are where I pause or talk over you, he works on that. He, Anything he does, that makes me look bad, I'll let that out. He does the real work of this podcast. <laughs> Anything that maybe I said, well, that might get him in trouble. I'll cut that off. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. Cut that we, off. We, I want to get, could you work in the part where that man says, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> We're recording right now. You should have just, you should have just, uh, Oh, we have a guest on the show, uh, Mr. iCat here for the... Uh, iCat, would I talk to us about storm. Fire and Windstorm? Fire and Windstorm inspection. Awesome. That guy's not supposed to show up till after Thanksgiving. <laughs>